from there, see if you can build a business out of it or in tandem with it. Hey everybody, this is Kendall Rodriguez and you are listening to Putting in the Work Podcast. So I just want to get started with this. Uh, this is kind of not really a show, although I, I'm, you know, for me it's like a morning show, right? I'd like to go live every morning. That sounds totally nuts because I remember how many times I just tried to go live, you know, Mondays at one o'clock. But the problem with going live Mondays at one o'clock are that every Monday um, something else different would happen. But I feel like when you go with an idea of, hey, I'm going to shoot for every morning, what can happen is um, when you shoot for every morning, what can happen is uh, you have more at-bats. You have more of a chance to get it right. And so when I was going for Mondays, it's like I get one day out of the week if I miss it. I don't necessarily want to call this anything right now because I don't want to be one of those people that this is called like the morning show with Kendall and then like it fizzles and dies. But I do want to say this. When I first started trying to go live, I tried to go live every Monday um, at one o'clock. I remember that. And like at first it was easy and I was getting, I was hitting my stride and I was, I was, I was getting it. But then a Monday came where I had something going on or a Monday came where actually I might've stayed home or did something with my family. And I thought I was just going to go live from wherever I was in the world and it didn't work out. But this is kind of a, a thing that we're going to try every morning that we can. Sounds crazy, right? But I just think, uh, more, more, uh, more mornings, you know, Monday through Friday, more at bats, Keep it simple. Got some questions here from around the net. Was hoping for a lot of more marketing questions, business questions, relationship questions. What I got here was a lot of mindset questions. Um, I got three questions here and then kind of just a little piece of marketing or business advice. Um, these are just things that I feel like uh, value that I can offer. And as I'm kind of telling you the value that I think I can offer you, I hope that if you're a content creator or you're a business or you're a parent or you're whatever it is that you are, that you realize that through the value that I'm trying to bring you, that you have value you can bring others. So it looks like we have here, Jen asks, when things get tough, what do you do? That's, that's so crazy because I don't think for me at least, things have ever not been tough. You know, I remember back in a time with my content where um, I, I said something along the lines of, you know, entrepreneurship is easy. You're making it hard. And what I meant by that was, you know what, if you're doing the right things and, and you're good at what you do, it's going to come quote unquote easy. I'm making the quotation uh, marks with my fingers here. It's going to be easy. And what I mean by that is, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like, if you worked for your parents' business and you spent every day in there and you did all the right things and let's just say for easy because that's my story, I had a restaurant and you start that restaurant and you just did really good and you had a good reputation for great service, great attitude, the food was amazing and then over time you start to make friends, you start to get noticed in your community and then you say, hey, I'm going to start another restaurant, like no hard feelings but there's just something I want to do. Like people are going to come to that restaurant, people are going to eat at that restaurant. You're not going to have to like claw your way through trying to get new customers. You're not going to have to claw your way trying to find employees. Like the word's going to be out that you know what the heck you're doing that you're a good person and that you make great food. So it's going to be easy. That's what I mean. But as far as things being tough, that's just kind of the internal type stuff. That's just kind of the business type stuff. But there's always going to be external forces that are going to come and for lack of a better term, they're going to fuck your shit up. 
what could those things be? Those could be uh, toxic employees. Those could be toxic clients or customers or whatever that kind of relationship looks like for you. Another thing is a uh, family dynamic. Like you could be trying to do something and no one else believes in you. Trust me, that doesn't go away per se. No matter how good you get at what you do, there's always going to be people that are like looking at you and thinking like, he can't really do what he thinks he can do or he's not really going to pull off what he thinks he's going to pull off. So for me, things tough means like just feeling down, feeling like doubting yourself. Like, is this not really going to happen? What if this doesn't happen? And then that fear and that doubt creeps in and you start to play out like all these alternate realities and never the good ones. You're playing out the alternate realities of what happens if I fail? What happens if I don't make rent? Or what happens if my phone gets shut off? Or things like that. So I think for me, what happens when things get tough, what do I do? Is I just try and remember that, to be honest, I got this far. Like if I'm if I'm on a tightrope and I'm walking, you know, I'm walking high up in the air and I get scared halfway through, I'm just gonna tell myself, dude, whatever you did to get halfway through worked. Like like it might be a different strategy from here on out because maybe now the wind is going or now it's raining. I get that. But I mean like literally you were physically able to get this far. I think you can bring it home. I think you can either go back the other way or you can make it through. So, so that's what I do when things are tough. It could be something financially, to be honest. It could be something just like physically. And I just tell myself like literally, it's the simplest advice. Like I came this far, literally like I have this office, I have these clothes. I, When things get tough, you just have to tell yourself, you have to literally say to yourself, I, I came this far. It's that easy. Whatever amount of days there are in the year, however old you are, you have arrived at this state. Like, you've got this. If you didn't, you would be in the ground or you would be messed up or you would be, like even the most messed up of people can say like they've made it this far. They've literally come this far. So that, that's what I do. That's just one guy. When things get tough for me, like I said, financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I just remember where where I was. I, and not even just that, like, oh, I was here, I was low, now I'm high. But it's just more about like thinking of, what's that word, existentialism? Like where I am in the world and just accepting that and knowing that. Jamin asks, what if your own opinions on something which you want to do get in the way. That's so perfect because a lot of people don't realize that the number one reason why they don't ever do something or stick with something or start something or keep going is because that little voice in their head tells them, whether they know it or not, tells them to stop. It gives them an excuse. You've been on your diet for, you know, three months and things have been going well. But then you see something you want to eat, like, I don't know, a donut. That's the best example I've got. And you're thinking to yourself, dude, it's not going to hurt, not going to kill me. You know what I mean? I'm working out. I'm, I've been doing good on my diet. I can handle it. But what you don't realize is that's your inside opinion telling you some shit it doesn't know anything about. <laughs> and so it's going to derail you. It's going to sabotage you. And so what I, reading this question again, what if your own opinions on something which you want to do get in the way, you have to realize also where is that opinion coming from? Because sometimes that opinion is grounded in facts. It's grounded from past experiences like, hey, don't go down that road again. Remember the last time something bad happened. Cool. I like that. 
Sometimes though, we have this opinion in our head of I'm not good enough, I can't do it, I can't handle it, you know, I, and we have to really realize that that opinion oftentimes comes from somewhere else. It comes from an external and or negative force. And we have to really balance this concept of what's the famous uh, concept uh, of, of patience and delusion kind of thing. Like we have to realize that there's a difference between saying like, man, people aren't listening to my music. Is that because I'm not good? Or is it just because I haven't been, you know what I mean? Like, is it because I'm not good period? Or I'm just like getting better. I think that's the thing we need to realize. Like, am I not good now and ever? I just suck. Like I'm not going to get better. Or am I just in the process? Like everybody's first video sucks. Everybody's first song sucks. Like I don't care who you are. I don't want to hear about the one or the two or the 10 or even the hundred people that's first song or first picture or first anything was amazing because there's, I think like 200 and something million people in America. There's 7 billion people on earth. So there's no amount of people you're going to show me that's their first anything did well that's gonna even make 1% of the population of ever. So just remember that, like you have to realize what part of the process you're in. Am I in the beginning to where anyone in my shoes would kind of suck or do I just suck? You know, there's a difference. Like for me to try and become, I don't know, a professional football player would, would be a no-go because I'm just not built that way, both physically, mentally, I think also just like the, like my tolerance for pain or just my tolerance for that kind of, I don't know, that contact, you know what I mean? It's not my passion. I'll get hit once and I'll kind of be over it. But, I'll and I'll never get better. But something like, I'm just looking around here, like something like repairing um, iPhones, like I might the first time like screw up, lose the screw, mess the screen up. But it could be something that because I have a passion for Apple products and I have a passion for helping people that I might just suck the first you know, day, week, month, year, but over time I have the ability to get better. So when we're saying, what if our own opinions are getting in our way? If my own opinions are getting in my way, I just need to realize what part of the process I'm in. Am I just so far in the beginning that anyone in my shoes would suck? Or am do I suck? And that's the hard part is we have to start figuring that out and we need to figure it out quick. We need to ask people, we need to get exposure. If you're a singer, you need to sing in front of people. If you're a, if you're a violinist, you need to play in front of people. If you if you repair iPhones, you need to repair people's iPhones. And so the usually the easiest and quickest way to do that to get a lot of exposure and to get a lot of that feedback is to do something for free or cheap. So just figure out how you can get into a lot of people's uh, world, I guess and say, hey, I'll do whatever that thing is for free. So like for me, I wanna be a public speaker. So I need to decide, do I suck? Or am I just in the beginning stages that anyone in my shoes is gonna suck? And the way that I'll do that is by doing it for free and I'll do it for free a lot of times. And if by the hundredth time, I'm still in the same exact place where I'm still stuttering at the same spot and I'm still sucking at the same things. Maybe public speaking's not for me. So I, ju I just think you need to do that. And also, like I said, you just need to realize where's this opinion coming from? Because a lot of you guys have opinions about yourself and you have opinions about your quality of work or you know you as a person or your appearance based on never have done any anything so you haven't even had your first speech yet you haven't even recorded your first song you haven't even tried to play football and you're already convinced that you suck usually that comes from an external force 
The last one is from Bertram. He asks, how do you differentiate between constructive criticism and somebody else's opinion? So right in the same vein as the last one, I think others are a big part of our life. I think so many people out there are telling you like, be in your own head, only care about yourself, um, worry about yourself. I think that's bullshit because I think there's a reason why there's, like we said, 7 billion people on earth and I'm one of them. Like, I'm outnumbered, people matter, people are important. Their opinions are actually important, especially if you're trying to sell something or you're trying to become like famous or something. Like, where do we get off in this world where we think that, you know, other people's opinions don't matter when we have the, I don't know, the balls, the audacity to try and build something that needs other people for us to succeed. So I think that's something we need to think about. So how do we differentiate though between constructive criticism and somebody else's opinion? It's pretty simple for me. You need to realize what their intention is. You need to realize where are they coming from? What are they really trying to say? There's a difference between, like a perfect example, I had a chef once at my restaurant. He, he told me that my haircut was horrible. And trust me, he was not trying to help me out. He was not trying to give me constructive criticism. This guy was trying to hurt me. He was just trying to be a dick. So that's his opinion. I don't care what his opinion of my haircut is. But it could be that same day, that same haircut, a different person could pull me aside and be like, yo, I'm just letting you know, like right here where they cut your hair, like it's messed up. And I'm gonna know that's constructive criticism, that they're trying to help me, that it's not just their opinion. So the point is, is it doesn't matter the day, the time, the item, the issue, it's gonna be about intention. Like you, and it takes a while to get to know somebody and what they're really trying to do. Because as you know, there's that old saying, wolf in sheep's clothing or something like that. You might have people in your life that they seem like they're trying to help you, but really they're just jealous of you or they're trying to get in your way or whatever that may be. So I would say to differentiate between constructive criticism and somebody else's opinion, just look at where they're coming from. Try and figure out as quickly as you can where they're coming from. Because a lot of times we don't really have time to sit down and decipher all this shit. Like we need to figure out quickly, is this person trying to help me or is this person trying to hurt me? Is this person someone I should pay attention to or is this person somebody I should just in one ear out the other? And we gotta do that quick because a lot of times people do have a lot of good advice for us that'll help us. You know, a funny story I saw was um, somewhere here in America, Ian knows what's up, somewhere here in America, these cops kept getting these phone calls about speeders, like people driving really fast in this area. So they thought, I know what we'll do, we'll get like, two, three, four, five, six of us, eight of us together, we'll go like past this bridge and we'll fucking tag them with the gun and we'll catch them all speeding. And we'll we'll get hella tickets and we'll get, uh, you know, whatever it is. We'll, we'll get a bunch of people speeding. But someone saw those cops and they decided to get a piece of plywood. I don't know if it was out of the back of their truck or off the side of the road. And they just got like a marker or spray paint real quick. And all they wrote was cops ahead. So these cops wanted to catch these people speeding in this really, this area. They're getting tons of complaints that people are driving too fast, people are driving reckless. So they thought, let's, let's trap these dudes. And so they got together. They're like, man, we're going to get these guys, right? And so what happens is somebody at some point got a piece of plywood out of their truck or a piece of plywood or something off of the side of the road. And they wrote with spray paint or a marker or something, cops ahead. And so the cops are there like for hours and they've caught like maybe a couple of people. And they're like, man, I thought this was the hot spot. I thought this is where all the people were speeding. I thought we were going to get tons of tickets, aka tons of revenue for our city, and keep it safe and clean and all that. And like, what happened? Well, when they were leaving, 
they look back and they realize that there was a crude looking sign that said, hey, watch out, cops ahead. It just, no, it just said cops ahead. I'm sorry, cops ahead, police ahead. So the moral of that story is you need to, those people had to differentiate quickly. Is this sign funny? Is it old? Is it relevant? Is it not relevant? And they had to decide like, do I want to slow the fuck down so I don't get a ticket? Or do I want to just like write that sign off and just do my thing? So that's how I feel is like, how do you differentiate between constructive criticism and somebody else's uh, opinion. You need to think quick. You need to realize where they're coming from and you need to go with what I think is the safer bet. And so the safer bet in that position situation was take the sign serious. Like at the end of the day, you didn't speed for like two, two blocks or a block. Like, you know what I mean? And you could save yourself hundreds of dollars and just time and getting pulled over. So that's what I'm saying. Where's this person coming from? Another way you could have looked at it is like some kids or someone was bored or this sign is like a week old, I'm not gonna listen to it. So you just gotta realize like, where do you think they're coming from? So my marketing advice for you, it, as I was getting these questions, I was putting them together, I realized that there's something super important here, okay? One of the, and it's right in front of me, it's balance. We need to have balance. We can't just go one way all of the time. We can't just not listen to people's opinion. I love that, I love this concept of, we have a Yelp and we want to grow our Yelp and we want to grow our reviews, but we only like five-star reviews. It's like those people that left a one, two, three-star review and even four, they did that for a reason. Sure, were they in a bad mood? Sure, are there other reviews that they leave always negative and mean? I get that. <laughs> Trust me, those people piss me off too. But they're not necessarily always lying. That's their perspective. It was cold in your restaurant the, or the popcorn at the movie theater was stale or your cashier was rude. Is that so hard to believe that your cashier was rude? Like, where do we come to in, in this world where we just don't value both ends? So I think we need to have balance. So what I wrote here is, yes, you wanna grow, right? You wanna grow your numbers. You wanna grow your business. You wanna grow your social media following. You wanna grow your skills. You wanna grow all of these things. I get that. You wanna make more, you wanna do more, you wanna have more, you wanna be more. But you need to remember that you need to focus on what you're actually doing, right? So for me, I need to focus on this content. I need to give this content all I have. Like, I don't care. It says there's one viewer. That's probably Ian. Like, I'm appreciative of that. Like, where do we go in this world where we're not focusing on the content, giving the content all we've got. Yeah, could I have brought some lights in? Could I have done this or that? Totally, that's not what I mean though. I mean just being present in the content and engaging people. You have no idea how many people I see doing lives like this, not lives where they're at an event and they're just happen to be live and they're talking to somebody else. I mean lives like this where they're in the camera, in the phone, and they're not going through and saying hi to people and thanking them. It's totally nuts. We have people that are posting to Instagram, to Facebook, to YouTube, and they have comments and they're not responding to them. They have DMs and they're not taking them seriously. They have people in their life that they're not engaging with, responding to, and that's how you grow. So that's the thing, is like, you wanna grow your business, you wanna grow your influence, you wanna grow your income, you wanna grow your capabilities, but you also need to focus on the thing that you're actually doing. If you're doing video and you maybe you need to focus on holding it a little more steady. If you're doing audio, maybe you need to learn the best way to mic someone up or you need to like take better care of your equipment or whatever that looks like. Like you need to worry about your shit. So many people are out there saying, 
I don't have the time or this isn't worth my time or, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't do that for that much or I can't live on that. And that's that's you. You do that. You stay where you're at. But for people like me who want to grow and get better, all I've got is the work. All I've got is this life. All I've got are my clients. All I've got is that work. Like I'm not at a place right now where I can just be inventing and and picking jobs that I want to take and clients that I want to have. I've got what I've got. And I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm pleased with that. And so we just need to have this balance when we're in our everyday flow, whether, like I said, it's in the gym or it's with our diet because those are two things I care about right now. It could be with cooking. It could be with, like I said, our jobs. I don't care if you work at the bank. I don't care if you work at Subway. I don't care if you have your own business. Like we need to start really focusing on the work and the people involved in our work, whether they're customers or their employees or our bosses. It's so crazy that we don't realize that this life we're in, this thing we're trying to do, it's like battle. It's like war. And the only thing that matters in battle and in war is the other fucking people that are there with you. Like they're your key to survival. They're your key to going up like in the ranks, like literally, like you got to have each other's back. And so it baffles me that people get jobs or they start businesses or whatever it is. And then they don't want to like be there for people. They don't want to give to people. They don't want to see how people's day is going. They don't want to become involved. They want to go drink with them. They want to go hang with them. They want to do all that type of shit with them, but they don't want to grow with them or do something that's benefiting them. They don't want to respect their boss, even though their boss is a misogynist or uh, a racist or whatever. It's like, I know that that sucks, but that's the boss you've got right now. You have two choices. You can quit or you can find a common ground with this person, serve them to the best of your ability and grow and grow and grow your reputation. Because the next thing you know, you're going to go from the parking lot sweeper to the fucking, I don't know, stocking something to customer service representative to manager of customer service representative to assistant manager to the fucking manager to opening your own business. And all along people were watching and they're going to be like, dude, I'm going to go with you. I remember when you were sweeping the parking lot, you were the fucking kindest guy. You would wave, you would open the door. I remember when you stocked the shelves, you would always stop and blah, blah, blah. You would always have a good look on your face. You never look like that tired stocking guy that used to be there. I remember when you were a cashier, you always were accurate. You were always fast. You were always kind. I remember when you were in charge of the cashiers, you were always kind to them and you were patient with them. I remember when you were the assistant manager, it seemed like you really had the manager's back. Like he didn't have to do anything. It like you really served your employees man i remember when you became manager like you had your shit together and when you made a mistake you owned up to it and you took care of it and you got better man now that you're starting your own thing like i just like you i just love you man i'm gonna move my business to work with you i'm gonna go to your restaurant i'm gonna sign up for your social media uh agency i'm gonna come to your massage parlor i'm gonna come to your restaurant and that's how you get to a place where you build something meaningful it's like, we're not like rolling in the dough here. We're not rich, but like every client that we've got has been off of what I'm talking about. We're not spending that much money in advertising every month. You know, we are very organic word of mouth and just trying to do the right thing. Do we make mistakes? Do we mess up? Have we pissed off clients? Have we, yeah, of course, all of that, we're human. But the common thing here, the, the takeaway is that we're always gonna, it's a net net score as they say, like we're always gonna have, like at the end, we're always going to be doing the right thing. We're going to be on the right side of things. So I just want you to realize that you need to have balance. A lot of people are just focused on growing and they're not 
like as in numbers or income or their business or like follower counts and they're not really focusing on going deeper they're not focusing on learning people's names they're not focusing on you know the context of that person they're not focusing on where people are in their life that could totally need um, what they have, what they have to offer. So that's why I started this whole thing. If you were on all six lives or if you're listening here on the podcast, that's why I started this whole thing by saying, I hope that you see the value that I'm trying to bring and what I'm trying to do. I hope that you can see that you can do that for others. So if I'm here recording a live video and I'm just trying to give some advice or like some things I know about, I'm not giving advice on like babysitting because I've never babysat my my kids in my life, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not giving any advice on like childcare, right? Because I don't know about that. But if I can give advice, if I can help other people, then like you can do that in your industry, whatever it is that you do. Like, don't think that your opinion or your expertise or your personality is not valued or that it's lame. Like, that was somebody else's opinion, right? And um, I'll just, like I said, answer questions. If you have any questions, you can throw them down here. You can DM me. Keep it simple. Instagram, podcast, bada bing, bada boom. You should do the same thing. See ya. Hey guys, I hope this episode of Putting in the Work podcast had some actionable advice for you, stuff that you can use in your everyday business, marketing, relationships. Uh, if you've got feedback for me, hit me up on Instagram or even just leave a review of the podcast. Uh, tell me what you think. Thank you.